Hey guys, welcome to episode three of the Struggle Club. It's been a little bit of a while. I think I think it's been like two weeks or something since I last recorded an episode, and I'm sorry for that. I've actually been uploading a lot of YouTube videos, so I'm having a hard time in life doing both while at the same time, and I need to get better at multitasking, but I was uploading my fit for fall series up on my youtube channel so if you're interested in more like fitnessy stuff and talking about fitness and getting back into the swing of things for the fall then you can go to my youtube channel check that out it's just my name but oh yeah if you don't know who i am i'm annika hello how are you i'm sitting in my basement again alone i kept telling you guys like yeah, totally gonna have guests and stuff, so many people come on and talk with me, but kind of realized I don't really leave my house and socialize very much. (laughs) Um, So, I will get, I have some people in mind that I think would be really interesting to talk to, but for now, I just record when I can, I record when I'm in the mood, because if I'm not in the mood, I'm gonna be really boring, and it's gonna be boring for everyone. So, I was in the mood today, come hang out with you guys. I've been, let's just catch up for a quick little secchi. I've, sorry, that was kind of gross. Um, I've been good, uh, mental health up and down with, you know, life in general. Life always, always throws like weird shit at you as we all know. But overall, I've been okay fitness wise good I've been trying to eat a little better and go to the gym more consistently but I've mentioned before that I got diagnosed with something called PCOS which is um polycystic ovarian syndrome I'm not a doctor I'm not gonna pretend I'm super informed on it even though I have it but basically it's when your ovaries are I don't know like not formed correctly they have like these like open follicles or something that okay I'm not gonna try to explain it because I'm gonna butcher it just quickly google it I don't want to google it because I'm gonna waste time but basically your ovaries don't release eggs properly and symptoms can be different for everyone and for me, mine, so okay, the symptoms get worse if you're overweight, but, and that's kind of one of the only few ways to deal with it is by losing weight, but since I'm not overweight, I, there's nothing, there's not a whole lot I can do to manage the symptoms other than birth control, which I am on. So, polycystic ovarian syndrome causes a lot of abnormal periods, it can cause infertility, acne, it can cause cancers, it can cause, um, oh god, there's like a long list of things. A lot of it is that I think, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on any of this, but um, females can produce, like, I think they produce more estrogen than they're supposed to, so some girls can get like facial hair and stuff like that, and that's also what causes the acne, etc. So the symptoms I have are whack a doodle like I'm talking whack bat shit crazy periods like I for any guys watching hey how are you (laughs) my boyfriends are watching listening if my boyfriend's listening hey you are so lucky aren't you (laughs) 
but I can have my period for straight up. I've had it once for 26 days. 26 days of your period. Like that's a disgusting amount of time to have your period. So now it's not as bad since I went on birth control like years and years and years ago. But it's still not great. I'll still, people are like, girly, just like take your pill through your period. Like skip your period. I'm like, you stupid bitch. If I could skip my period, don't you think I would? Like I can't. If I quote unquote skip my period, I will have my period for probably two years straight. Like I've tried that before and it was horrific. I already get my period. I like bleed through my pill anyways, like regardless. So when people try to give me advice on like how I'm properly taking my pill, I'm like, girl, my periods are fucked. Like my ovaries are, there's some crazy shit going on there. My ovaries are drunk. They are high. They are drunk. They are cracked out. They are crazy. So taking my pill through my like period cycle, that's not a thing. So please stop suggesting that. I know it's from love, but stop. (laughs) so another symptom I have oh sorry it can also cause depression and anxiety so I mean it could my depression and anxiety could be from that so if it's also from that thank you so much womanhood it's lovely I also have acne it's not severe but it's yeah it's hormonal acne and pimples and stuff but the thing was I always kept it under control um, because I was on birth control pills that helped with acne. So my skin was, I was actually, I used to get complimented a lot on how nice, like I have a nice complexion and I have freckles and my skin is pretty clear and it normally has been growing up. Um, of course I get pimples and around my period I'll get more pimples, but for the most part it was pretty clear and I was actually pretty happy with it. But here's, here's the, uh, situation ladies and gents, I would break through bleed all the time because acne, like pills for acne aren't generally as high dosage. So if you don't know, like if you've never been on birth control, if you don't know what it's like or like how it works, whatever, there's higher or lower dosage based on how strong your body needs it. So all pills are going to prevent pregnancy. That's not really the issue, but it's to, to control other issues like if you have an irregular cycle, like moi. If you have hormonal acne, like moi. But the hormonal acne pills, I'm not going to say all of them, but most of them have a lower dosage. Um, and they, but they, but they, okay, well, English, hello. <laughs> I just had a little um, freak <laughs> on my podcast and no editing. Guys, it's tough. Anyways, so it's a lower dosage, but it helps acne. I don't know how it works. I'm not a freaking chemist I don't know but I was breakthrough bleeding a lot so my doctor who um I don't think she really cares about my body that much but whatever I'm not gonna make assumptions but she's like okay let's try like this different pill it's higher dosage so I was on tricep if, if people don't care about birth control pills or like skin or whatever this is gonna be the most boring podcast of all time but if you do hey what's up I'm sorry if you don't. Maybe fast forward because I'm going to talk about how I, how I like deal with my skin issues and stuff. So maybe fast forward to when I'm talking about skin stuff. But for now, I'm kind of like quickly explaining my birth control and hormonal situation. Uh-huh. Anyways, so I went on, I was on something called tricycline. And that was good for skin, blah, blah, blah. 
but I was like, you know what? I'm so tired of having my period for two weeks, aka half my life. Ow! I have tea and I just burnt my fucking finger. Ow. Sorry. And then my doctor prescribed Cyclin, which is the same brand, but I think it's a higher dosage. So whatever. Went on that. Did it help my periods? Kind of. Did I break out? Like I've never broken out in my entire friggin' life? Hell yeah, I did. Holy crap, guys. I've been on this for four months now. I just finished my fourth month. And that's usually the trial period. Like three months, your body can kind of be like, what the F? But after three months, things generally calm down. And if they don't, then you need to switch switch birth control pills. And I was so sure that I, sorry, I have to crack my knuckles. Um, I was so sure that I was going to stay on this one. I was like, you know, it's so bad for you to constantly change up your birth control pill. This one, I'm going to keep on it. Like, I'm going to do it. Guys, my skin has never been worse. Like, I, I've i complained about it before, and now I want to punch my old self in the face for complaining about that one pimple and being like, oh my god, I suffer from, like, pimples. Poor me. I, and the, okay, if you have bad acne, this is not me saying at all that you are ugly because you have pimples people get fucking pimples people have pimples people have bad acne it doesn't take away from your face this is a very personal insecurity and if this makes any sense I don't know if any of you have gone through this as well and I'm trying really hard to not be insensitive because as someone who's personally struggling with bad skin right now I know that literally like bad skin is like a baseball bat to your fucking confidence my friend who tori who also has pcos she said that line to me i was like it's so true it's like someone took my fucking confidence on the ground and smashed it with a freaking baseball bat but yeah i'm trying to be sensitive towards people with bad skin because i'm one of those people right now and that but okay quote unquote bad skin is so relative so just work with me here i'm not trying to whatever but i don't know if any of you have been through kind of like you have nice skin when you're younger or you don't whatever but i felt like well, I feel like now with my skin, a part of my identity has been taken away. And that sounds so ridiculous and people might roll their eyes and say there's way worse things in the world, but I can't help feeling like I grew up not being known, but like I wasn't known for having bad skin. And I I felt like a part of me was I loved my skin. Like I really did. I loved my freckles growing up and I try to take care of my skin, especially now like in the past year or so, I t- like I do a lot of research on um, skin health and skincare, and I spend so much money, so much time. I try to treat my body well. Like you guys know, I'm so into like fitness and veganism and stuff. So to have that identity of having decent skin or good skin taken away, and I feel like I'm lumped into the category of she has bad skin now. And I know that's a societal problem. I know that people aren't defined by their skin. Trust me, I know this from an outside perspective. Like, I'm sure that if someone else, like my friend, had my skin right now, I'd be like, it's not nearly as bad as you think. It doesn't take away from your beautiful features, blah, blah, blah. It'll go away. But when it's yourself, it's just a different perspective. It's just a different feeling. And it really does take away your confidence and makes you... I don't know, like scared to leave the house and I don't feel like myself. I always tell my boyfriend, like, he's like, I don't care, babe. I'm like, okay, but I do. And I don't feel like myself. I don't recognize myself. I don't like to look in mirrors. I don't like to open my front camera. 
and if I leave the house, I want to wear makeup and foundation. And makeup's amazing for people who love it, but I've never been one to like it. I never, I never even owned foundation, and now I like leave the house with foundation. And this has been only like literally like a month where my skin, two months where my skin's been awful. And I know people deal with this for years, so I need to count my lucky like stars. And there's things I can do, but I just want to if you're suffering with bad skin and people are telling you like there's two messages for me like coming like coming from me today one they're and they're very contradictory so I feel bad saying this because but one like skin isn't everything that's my message and like you're beautiful no matter what and at the same time I really really empathize with you for feeling like you know what people saying it's not a big deal it is a big deal. It's a big deal to me and it hurts and it makes me feel insecure and less worthy and not as, I, I can't thrive as well. Like, I'm not kidding you guys. I don't feel as motivated to get out of bed. Um, I feel a lot more depressed. I don't want to socialize as much. I plan lunches and I, people are like, oh, can you hang out tomorrow? I'm like, no, no, no. Can we do next week? Cause I'm like, maybe my skin will be better next week. I don't feel motivated to go to the gym as much because I don't even want to be seen at the gym because I know people at the gym, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like I have to wear makeup to the gym or a hat to the gym. So it does affect my everyday life. And if you're in the same boat, I feel you. And it sucks. And I today wanted to talk about, and I know that was like a, it wasn't really an intro. Like, that's like, I wanted to talk to you guys a bit about PCOS and what I've been going through. Um, But there also are some things through this that I've learned that I feel like might help you guys and I want to talk about tips on how to deal with your bad skin, tips on how to feel better about your bad skin, and tips on how to thrive and function normally when you're not feeling your best, when you're not feeling as confident. Um, so I have some green tea here so I'm gonna take a sip of that because we all know in podcasts there's nothing worse than mouth sounds and that always happens when I'm dehydrated so one sec maybe that was like that sip was like ASMR to some of you and then some of you probably fucking hated that so I'm sorry okay so I wrote down all of these little tips before talking to my therapist and um I talk a lot about a lot of things with my therapist a lot you know about um day-to-day things things from my past that have scarred me or damaged me or um I talk about my previous relationships my um include like that's meaning like friendships and everything and I talk about relationships that are current so friendships and how I deal with like my family and stuff and my boyfriend currently and everything like that but I also talk about my skin because it does as I mentioned it does uh, like affect my daily life a lot and I was saying to her like yeah I feel a lot more confident when I'm wearing makeup and stuff and she talked a lot about how you know where that problem stems from is a lot of this about my actual skin sure no one like it it sucks having like bad skin like she's not gonna take that away from me it does suck having bad skin but a lot of that is how I feel about it so I'm gonna get into the things that can actually help your skin like can actually help it but for now she goes okay right now as of now your skin is the way it looks and we can't control that we cannot control that today we can't get rid of all your pimples today but what we can do 
is change the way you feel about it. So we talked about that and how she kind of asked, she's like, what scares you so much about going to the gym or going to even therapy or going on a date with my boyfriend or going to hang out with friends? What scares you so much about being seen with pimples? And for me, I was like, it's just such a confidence thing. It's such, I want to look my best. And she suggested, which I wasn't expecting, um, kind of, it's something called opposite action. For my therapy, I do something called DBT, which is um, dialectic behavioral therapy. You can Google it if you want to get more information on it. I'm just not going to get into that on this podcast. But um, opposite action is one of the skills that we use to um, make ourselves feel better or cope with life. And so, for example, uh, an example of opposite action would be when you're really, really depressed and bad and you really don't want to get out of bed and it feels like the best thing to do right now would spend would to be to spend all day in bed wallowing in sadness. Opposite action would doing the literal opposite act of what you want to do. So if you feel like laying in bed, forcing yourself to get out of bed and go to the gym. Um, opposite action and I, okay, she said another word. I'm not a therapist, so I don't know that it was similar to opposite action, but for example, someone who is a germaphobe and they're really, really scared of germs, what they would practice doing is touching germs and being not okay with it, but just practicing touching germs. Or someone who's scared of throwing up is like watching someone throw up or something like that. And I said to her, no, 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 but I've done that one time. And immediately when she said this, she goes, okay, your face just changed. What just happened? And I had a flashback to when this was maybe a year ago or two years ago, I had a terrible pimple. I'm not talking like, oh, pimple, boo-hoo. Like, I had a head growing on my forehead. And it was flaming red. Like, hello, red. And I remember being like, you know what? I'm going to be mature and confident and go to the gym. I remember looking in the mirror like while I was lifting a weight, panic attack ran to the change room, grabbed my shit, went home. So the only memory I kind of have of that opposite action or like dealing with the, like sitting with uncomfortableness or sitting with that uncomfortable feeling is negative. And she goes, yeah, but you did like the worst part of that is with like people who, and I have like OCD with numbers and stuff. So I have to do everything in threes or whatever. And she said, if you do it one time, you're just getting the uncomfortable feeling. And the uncomfortable feeling is even worse than the feeling of being stuck in your ways. So, for example, someone with like who's a germaphobe, that first initial uncomfortable feeling is way worse than just being like slightly uncomfortable with day to day life because you can't touch germs and you're anxious about it. So she says the key is to sit with that feeling long enough or to practice that action or feeling long enough that eventually that really terrible, terrible, uncomfortable feeling goes away. And she said, and I was like, but what if it doesn't? She goes, but it does because our brains do get used to things. And once we challenge ourselves, it does go away. So self-care can involve sitting in bed all day, but self-care can also involve challenging yourself. So I didn't think of it that way. I was like, you know what? Like self-care is like putting on a full face of makeup and then going to do stuff because I'm still doing stuff at least. But she's like, no, you need to, it's not about doing stuff it's about that feeling that feeling of shame that feeling of you are not as worthy without pimples as you are with pimples which is not true because I'm worthy with and without pimples 
and the people who are decent people and who love me are going to love me with or without pimples. So that day I tried and I encourage you guys to do the same if you're going through something similar. Or maybe it's um, even like, I don't know, maybe a weight issue or a physical issue or a mental issue. Obviously, if it's unbearable, like, and it might feel unbearable at first, I totally get that. There are exceptions and everything, but sit with that somewhat unbearable feeling for a bit and eventually it won't turn as bad. For skin, exactly, I'm not going to touch on everything because there's a million different things I could be alluding to and I don't want to. But for skin, for example, that day, after she said that, I went to get my nails done and it's a nail um, salon in my area. So I know people there and I know the ladies who work there. And I went with no hat and no makeup. And I felt very, very, very uncomfortable. But I was there for an hour and a half. And by the end, or not even by the end, but there's moments there that I wasn't thinking about my skin and I kind of forgot about it. And by the end, I left feeling uncomfortable and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm happy to be home. Honestly, I was happy to be home, but I was proud of myself and I was like, you can still be a functioning human and have pimples on your face. And that lesson was kind of, it, I taught myself a lesson and I felt a little bit empowered. I don't know why, but it worked so and it didn't work out like to this like I, my skin's whole, like probably the worst it's ever been right now as we speak and don't get me wrong I'm not a hero I'm not cured I'm not gonna go to a bar downtown like this like I'm still very insecure about it but just doing those little like self-care it's okay you're still a hu- human being exercises um it was definitely beneficial and I definitely recommend giving it a go but getting into a couple tips that if that's really not working for you and you're like Annika I'm sorry but f that I need help with feeling confident or at least at least just functioning and for me a lot of the time sorry sip of my tea for me a lot of the time I just need to function So I'm going to give you guys some of the stuff that has helped me just have a little bit of hope and get my ass out of bed when I'm feeling really down about myself. So the first thing is, oh my god, I really, it's hard. Okay, buy a foundation that doesn't clog your pores. I am not recommending that little girls go out and buy or even older girls go out and buy a foundation to cover up your face after just giving you the whole lecture on being somewhat comfortable or even uncomfortable in your own skin but I get it and if you feel more comfortable covering your like putting on a little bit of makeup to go outside and get shit done so you're not laying in bed I get it do not beat yourself up I'm the exact same way if I have a meeting if I want to go socialize with friends at a restaurant, I'm going to put on makeup and don't let anyone shame you. You're not fake. You're not insecure. It's just making you in that moment feel more secure and I get it. And that made me feel better. Investing and purchasing and treating myself to a nice expensive, well, my yours doesn't have to be expensive, but I treated myself to one, um, a nice foundation. And when I put it on, it was full coverage and I just felt like me again which sounds really sad and I'm working on it but you guys can probably get it like if you're used to seeing yourself one way and then you don't one day it's like whoa it's a little bit of a shock to the system 
So when I have that makeup on, I'm like, you know what? I'm a little more confident and I feel like I can do things. So if that's what it takes, totally I recommend, like, do that. Do what makes you happy. If you have to wear foundation to go to the gym, if that's the only way you're going to work out, do it. Will it make your skin possibly worse because you're having foundation on while you're sweating? Maybe. But you know what? Being Laying in bed and not leaving your house, not getting sunshine, not getting any exercise, not releasing any endorphins, if you're not going to do that, if your skin is that bad and you don't want no one to see you, I think it's a lot better to put on makeup and then just wash it off immediately when you get home. So if that's, once again, I challenge you to not wear makeup, maybe wear a hat at first and just kind of ease yourself into it. But it's better than nothing to just not go to the gym at all. While you're home, have your face clean. I, I'm not kidding you, sometimes I'm so insecure about my skin that I want to have makeup on around my family, which is crazy. Or, you know, you get home from a day of doing shit and you're too lazy to take off your SPF or your makeup, whatever. While you're home, try your best to have a clean face at all times. Wash off your makeup, not with a makeup wipe, those are too harsh. Do a double cleanse with an oil cleanser and then to break down your makeup and then cleanse your skin. Tone, moisturize, leave it be have your face clean when you are home. Avoid sugar, dairy, fat, alcohol. Um, for PCOS, so I'm a, okay, I'm a vegan. I don't eat dairy, but it is proven to affect skin a lot, but that's something I don't really worry about. Um, for PCOS, there are a bunch of things that you should avoid when it comes to skin that I never ever thought of. White bread, white potatoes, white rice. Apparently this spikes your insulin or something. I don't know. And apparently it's bad for girls with PCOS and acne. Heartbreaking? Abso-fucking-lutely. That is all I eat. I only eat potatoes. I only eat rice. I only eat pasta. I only eat bread. So I'm like, what the fuck? Does that mean I'm not eating that shit anymore? Absolutely not. I'm a human being. But I try to eat more fruits and veggies and whole foods when I can. And I know potatoes are a whole food. Don't worry. I'm confused just as much as you. I'm going to do more research into it don't worry. I will be doing a podcast when I fix my skin, okay? Don't worry. And I will tell you all my secrets, but for now, I'm just trying to go with what I've been told. And when I say fat, avoid fat, I mean like oil. Like eating fries every day is probably not the best for your skin. Drinking alcohol every day is probably not the best for your skin. So being conscious of what you're putting into your body. We've all heard drink enough water. I wanted to avoid that one because that's the most frustrating thing. My sister, who has perfect skin, goes, Annika, are you sure you're having you're drinking enough water and you want to punch them in the face? It's like, actually, I'm drinking four fucking liters of water a day and I still have cystic acne. Thank you so much, though. Very helpful. Okay, next one. Don't look in the mirror. This one, <laughs> this, this is not me saying you should be ashamed of yourself. Don't look in the mirror. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Don't look in the mirror for pimples. I am so guilty of this. Every time I look in the mirror, it's to check on my skin. And that is such an unhealthy habit. I become obsessed with it. I look in the mirror every 10 seconds. Oh, did this whitehead get bigger? Did this pimple get bigger? Which one can I look at? Blah, blah, blah. And the more I look at my skin, number one, the more upset I get. And number two, the more I pick it. Because you're looking at stuff to pick. If you just don't look in the mirror, things just start to heal because you're not constantly touching your face. And that's obviously my next tip. And do not get me wrong. I am the queen of picking my face. I'm, I go through phases. I won't pick it for a month and then I'll pick it every day for a month. 
right now I'm kind of like picking I'm trying not to but it's just so hard when it's bad but the less I look in the mirror the less I touch my face so obviously try not to fucking touch your face it's the hardest one but it's also the one that makes the biggest difference so fml but what to make yourself feel better focus on the attributes that you enjoy about yourself so like working out etc so when i'm feeling bad about one part of my body i try to focus on another part of my body and part not like not even body just myself that i can improve on and make me happy so when i'm like you know my skin shit but i am still fortunate enough fortunate enough to be healthy enough to work out to build muscles to eat well to take care of myself and you know what I'm just so lucky to do that so I focus on that and that makes me feel better I'm lucky enough to still work and do my job I'm lucky enough to do stuff like this these podcasts and focus on the other aspects in your life that you can improve while you cannot improve this one part of it and that will take your attention off of it and still make you feel like a worthy productive person look into new skin regime okay I don't know how to say this word it's regime or regimen everyone has like different ways of saying it but look into new skincare this always gives me hope don't buy the first thing you see I've spent so much money on skincare and trying new things out but I highly suggest um investing in an esthetician and they will tell you what you need for your skin um and they will give you recommendations on skincare that you need. The thing is, I would recommend something right now, the new skincare I've tried, but I don't want to recommend it or talk to you guys about it until I know that it works. And I don't know yet because skincare takes a while and skincare is different for everyone. But I've tried a bunch of new things and researching new stuff and getting new nice skincare gives me hope and makes me feel better and makes me feel like I'm taking action to try to solve this problem. And another thing is do your research and that's really really important as i was just saying you need to talk to people who have been through similar things as you me talking to someone who just has acne versus pcos hormonal acne totally different i need to talk to people who have pcos i need to talk to people who have my type of skin me talking to someone with perfect skin and asking them their skincare like it's gonna do nothing for me do your research, do your research on your symptoms, maybe see a dermatologist if you can, um, um, and if you can't see a dermatologist because I know that they're either like a six-month wait list or expensive, see an esthetician, they can be just as great. Ask around, ask friends who have dealt with similar things with you and who have healed their skin, what they did, who they see. So do your research, and I find doing my research also gives me hope because you see before and afters, you see that people can clear their skin they can help their skin um look into medication or birth control if you're really suffering i would look into and not even like okay accutane is obviously if you like that's the last resort and that's something you need to talk to your doctor about and your dermatologist but um supplements what are some vitamins that you might be lacking that might help um this is yeah obviously you need to do your research on this as well i recently bought balance vitamins that are supposed to help balance your hormones they're not here yet but obviously i'm trying out a million things then i'll do a very 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 in-depth youtube video when i'm staying positive when i clear my skin i'll tell you guys everything obviously um but yeah look into that type of stuff and look into birth control the same way i did so i'm going on a new birth control starting my next cycle so in a week 
I am going to try a new birth control and I'm going to go back on um, a birth control that helps my acne because I'd rather have nice skin than bleed through periods, honestly, just because the acne is really affecting my life. So yeah, look into, are you on the right birth control? Is it affecting you the wrong way? Could you go on birth control to um, maybe help your issues? And everyone has different wants and needs and some people don't believe in birth control, don't want to do birth control for various reasons and that's totally up to you. And yeah, once again, just try to challenge yourself and realize that skin issues aren't everything. They're truly not, but I get it. Trust me, I get it. I'm literally preaching to you guys right now as I'm sitting in the basement dreading going to the gym because I don't want to leave my house and my face also hurts from fucking picking it because they're oh anyways it's been a little shitty but you know what it's life and I'm just going through a phase right now and hopefully it will get better I just try to stay positive and it's good because now I can relate to people who have skin issues whereas before I never really could I never really got it and also going through this I can educate people and girls on PCOS and stuff hopefully and I'm just like honestly taking this as a journey maybe you guys should too take before photos right now even though you don't want to take photos of yourself because maybe once you figure out the root problem and fix it one day you're gonna look back and be like oh that was that was like a journey like that was cool I really did help myself I really did fix my skin blah 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 but for now it's so important to have that self-confidence to get out of the house challenge yourself don't let this destroy your life really dig deep and find things about yourself that you love that take away that sorry that like you know what I mean like take your attention away from your self-hatred from your skin and you know what if you don't hate your skin and you're just like looking for tips to clear it up and it really doesn't bother you then a plus for you I'm trying to get there I'm trying to get to be like you know what skin's not a big deal do I want to have clear skin yeah but if it's not right now that's okay it'll pass I'm trying to get to that stage and hopefully you guys can work on that with me but I think this is getting a little long. I hope you guys enjoyed it. DM me, let me know what you think um, about what I said. If you guys have any tips for me, if any of my tips helped you. But yeah, that's just kind of my perspective on my skin right now. And you know, as I said, it's a journey. hate that word a lot, but it is. And hopefully, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll be okay and we'll get there. But for now, you guys try to stay positive for those with PCOS, for those with not, for those with just, you know, dealing with confidence issues regardless. Try, try, try to see the good in yourself and challenge yourself. But yeah, thanks for listening, you guys. I appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already, just because I think Spotify and iTunes gives you notifications when new episodes pop up and stuff like that. And thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. I love you. And I'll see you in my next YouTube video or podcast. Bye. Oh, I hated the way I said that, but I can't edit it out. Can I try? Okay, I'm going to try again. Bye. <laughs> Bye.